Hey, Scuttlebuds, it's me and Liz, and we got a rocking show for you today. Don't we, Liz? We do. We have local band Smear Campaign with us today. I can't wait to meet a band that named themselves Smear Campaign. And I bet they have some pretty fabulous stories to share. Oh, I can guarantee <laughs> it. They better, or else this is going to be a pretty crummy <laughs> podcast. You ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you in part by... Larkin's Liquors. Any six bottles of wine, mix and match, 20% off. Located right in the town center on North Street here in Medfield. And also by... Royal Pizza. Serving the freshest pizza, subs, dinner platters, and salads at affordable prices. Check them out. RoyalPizzaMedfield.com. Small Town Scuttlebots. Scuttlebuds, what's going on? It's Rick Fink Jr. across the table from Liz Daly sitting in for my buddy Mike Page. We're in the northeast corner of my basement in the Scuttlebutt studio. This is another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I should have gotten like one of my rock and roll concert t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, Do you, you still know. have a concert t-shirt? <sighs> no, those things get lost, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I actually did some work with Aerosmith once, and I had, oh, a, wow. cr- I had a crew t-shirt. That's like, awesome. Aerosmith crew, it said, and I felt like a million bucks. You I, lost it? I did. Oh, that's a bummer. I did. It is a bummer. Anyway. These guys are outside. They're like banging this door mm-hmm. down. Want to know what a rock star move is? Making, Making the band wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So tell well, me. Axl Rose move. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, Liz, you have a background in music yourself. I do, yes. Explain. So I have a Bachelor of Music degree from the University of Hartford. Um, I went to college for something called music management, mm-hmm. which back in the early to mid-90s was an actual profession. I thought that I was going to go to work for a record label in New York City and go out to clubs all the time to find bands and sign them to the label. Like that was my dream job is going out and finding talent, which is back then. That's how you did it. There was no YouTube. There was no TikTok. There was, you know, no viral sensations. So was MySpace out yet? No, no. Cause that became a, that was probably the first step in, Getting to where we are now. Yes, definitely. I would agree. So graduation came and went, and I was too nervous to move to New York City by myself and live in some shitty apartment (laughs) with three other people. So home I went. So I interned at an entertainment agency and booked bands for weddings and clubs and things like that. And for a long time, I would drag my friends out to clubs all over Cambridge and Alston, Brighton to to see bands. And I just really loved just seeing new talent. Mm -hmm. So it was very cool. Were there any bands that you did see in the Cambridge, Boston area that that got signed or moved on? No, but I, yeah. Boston does have a scene. A scene. Like, in fact, there was a band called um, Boston. Yes. (laughs) Whoop. (laughs) The soundboard approves. (laughs) That thing just went off. Um, yeah, I mean, the amount of local talent that has come out of this area is insane. Yeah. You know, Aerosmith, obviously, right. being a great example of that sure. as well. Um, yeah. So, no, nobody I saw kind of made it to, to fame and stardom, but it was just, it, it was, I, I loved going out and just hearing music, mm-hmm. different kinds of music, and seeing talent and seeing, you know, different displays of showmanship. It was just, it was 
invigorating for me as a musician. What was the most, uh, not the best show you ever seen, mm-hmm. that's too easy, but what was the most surprisingly impressed show you've ever seen? Hmm. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Wow, they're not my favorite band, but... Yeah, I mean, so there was a band I loved back in the mid-90s, and they were students from Berkeley School of Music, and they were called Fat Bag, and they were, <laughs> I know, it's a reference to marijuana. I got uh, it, I got it. <laughs> Show starts at 420, guys, come on. <laughs> but we're going to be a little late, it'll be more like 530. And they, they were a combination of funk, hip-hop, reggae, just sort of this amalgamation of sounds that mm-hmm. came together, and they're... Their front guys, I still remember his name was Alexander. If you passed him on the street, you wouldn't give him like a passing glance. He wasn't the most attractive guy. But on stage, I mean, it was just like he lit up the room, you know, it was, he was super sexy. And mm-hmm. again, like you pass him in the grocery store or on the street, you'd be like, you wouldn't even give him a passing glance. But like he just lit up our room. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's like they morph into something else. Yep. When they get up on that stage. All right, I think we've made Smear Campaign wait yes. long enough, right? Let's bring in JK47 and Jamie Nicholson from Smear Campaign. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you hear me breathing? Sometimes my nose whistles. I'm going to make sure my nose isn't whistling. Okay, Liz, can you tell who the front man is and who the bassist is? Just Completely. By- you guys got to come see him play. He, he, I have to fight for room on the front man. Oh, that's awesome. The ego ramp is always full, and it's not with me. I got to <laughs> compete with this guy. So now usually, Jamie, isn't usually like the lead guitarist the guy? That, that gets in there and, and fuck like, all that noise. Yeah, I'm here to change that. <laughs> Not in this band. <laughs> so what's Jay up? used to call me the lead bass player. Can you give me just a little bit of gain? This yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to this guy. See? There you the go. Gain. How's that? Does that sound good? Yeah, lead bass better. player. Does sound good? That's better. Like yeah. this guy. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's not enough reverb on my yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's more reverb on my monitor. It's just not It's not hitting me right. I just can't uh, feel it. I can't feel it. Again, where do we begin talking to What's a What's your origin story? The origin story. <laughs> <laughs> who what? found who? Who started this thing? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Jamie take that one. Okay, Jamie, over to you. Over to the bassist. I started jamming with the drummer, and so it was probably about 2004, and there wasn't really a band. We just smoked a lot of weed, and... Um, Played tunes that we dug, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of pretty poorly too, I might add. So through my brother, I had been friends with this kid, uh, Tom, and uh, Tom was advancing pretty, was fairly experienced, fairly salty um, playing. So I asked him if he wanted to come down. What to, do we have? What's salty mean? Just you know, experience, salt of the earth. They 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 call it like captain, sea captain, salty. Yeah, so that's skills. good. If you're yeah. salty, skills. you're good. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you know that? You get that? No, a salty. I thought meant like you're well, there's, crabby. There's there yeah. There's a Sassy. couple. Sassy. Yeah. There's there's a couple ways to take that. So I started jamming with these guys, and we would play, and then close the night out with um, a cover band of my friend. Uh, longtime friend Dan Pepin, who is a, a guitar prodigy, he's a wizard, uh, had started this uh, cover band called Empty Wallet Club, and Jay was the uh, the front man for the Empty Wallet Club. Did you poach Jay from the Empty Wallet Club? Uh, not technically. Jay, not what happened? What did you do? Oh. Just say, fuck no. it, I'm out of here, I'm no. going to go with you. No. It was timing, and, you know, the stars aligned, and it was like, boom. It, it was timing, because that, that thing was ending 
Empty Wallet Club, we played with his original band. We did, you know, sold out shows in Bellingham because everybody's from Bellingham and everybody wanted to be at the show. Soon as I come off stage, there's Jamie and Tom want to talk to me about getting into this cover band that they're starting. So that's kind of, you know, and I'm just a, I'm a floater. So I never like, I have a, I have commitment issues. So I don't really commit. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come down, see what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> Playing it cool. That, that kind of plays into the way I approached them because, you know, they gave me this list of songs and I'm like, I'm not going to learn all these songs. Go down there and have these guys not be serious. So I didn't really yeah. learn a lot of songs. And okay. <laughs> who'd have thunk I was a guy going down who's not serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, Jamie, are you self-taught or did you play when you were younger and just kind of picked it back up again? Yeah, self-taught, self-taught. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's the bass. It's barely an instrument. So, <laughs> damn. All right, well, you know what's funny is the self-deprecation. Like the bass. Like I like. I'm the guy that like likes Did to dial up, up the, the bass, bass in my car. Just don't do that here. I'm not with him. This no? One, no, he's gonna take that. And <laughs> no, I don't. No, like, no, I'm not. I'm not the guy in the Honda Civic at the red light where you're just here. Uh, the name of the band's gonna be Bass Campaign if you keep yeah. this up. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say. All right. Uh, first of all, the, really in real life, that's my opinion. Just be. It's not as. Yeah. It's, you love it. It's natural. It's natural. Mm -hmm. It's always come natural for me. Um, I'm rhythmically oriented. Um, anyway, and so. I mean, I'm not a fantastic bass player, but I have good rhythm. I you think. are good, good, good rhythm and good time. Don't so, sell yourself short. I, I don't. It, this isn't hurt my feelings. It's honesty. I, I generally, <laughs> you, know, you know what I like about the bass guitar? I think, and no offense, Jay, but they look like the coolest guys on the stage. Like the way they just kind of hold it out and just mm -hmm. like. You're, you're talking about a different. It, it, it's a, you're t I'm a whole different guy. Why? What do you do? You, you don't strum the thing. No. I, well, Jamie's I, emotional. Jamie's emotional because if, if you no, and I, I'm serious when I say that he's emotional because if Jamie had a bad day and things uh -huh. aren't going well, you're going to be able to read it all over his face. Really? That's a sign it's of a Jamie, real musician. That like I, I feel like yeah, you I, put it, all your emotions go into playing. Mm -hmm. I. Couldn't disagree more. No, oh, good. But I'm honest. I'm honest. But maybe it's the entertainer. Maybe we can mm -hmm. cut that as an entertainer versus a musician because an entertainer, if you're not smiling, you're not mm -hmm. entertaining. That is true. <laughs> That's true. true. That Unless true. you're someone being paid to make people not smile, like uh, you know, you know those dark comedians. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jay, as, the, the, as and I meant dark humor. Okay. Yeah. Can I just mm -hmm. say that right now so yeah. you guys don't get canceled? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's talk about that. What if you guys have a shitty day? You had to stay late. And now you got to get to this gig on a Friday night. How do you give the audience what they deserved and paid for? He's the reason why that works. So he's 100% the reason why that works. Can we just I've got the best front man. Aww. Can I just say, like, dude, you look like you were. He's doing the universal language for ejaculating <laughs> all over my. Champagne Sound showers, bar. bro. Champagne showers. Get your head out Clean of the gutter. Shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> no, I just saw Tom Segarra's I'm Coming Everywhere tour, so it's, yeah. it's on theme. Come right. is on the brain. <laughs> Figuratively. Yes. Um, Did you, has anybody noticed the beautiful gain structure that he has over there? It's like yes. when a host puts their seat like higher than their guests. Is that, is Are you power what? posing right yeah. yeah. now? Yeah. It's power projecting. I'll, I'll take he put EQ I'll on his voice, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I kind of, I, I think that you, you just, you have an energy of like Jamie told me, he's like, this guy is like the best front man. He's great. He's crazy. He's going to be awesome. He's going to be, he'll talk about whatever. So I don't know. Like, I just kind of want to hear about like what makes you tick, man. Like you came in here with a cup of coffee 
and you are the happiest freaking guy that's walked into this studio ever. That is true. How high are you right now? <laughs> My philosophy there is um, if I'm always high, no one will ever know if I'm not. Okay. So that's how I kind of walk through life. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I've always been an entertainer. I came out of the womb an entertainer. I've been entertaining since I was a child. Like, mm-hmm. Do your parents I have home thought, movies of you being like yeah, the ham? At absolutely, every, yeah, yep. absolutely. <laughs> I thought I was going to be Prince with a lead guitar and lead singer. That's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be Prince when I saw Prince. Okay. And, and I wanted to be Michael Jackson. I wanted mm-hmm. to be Michael Jackson. And then... Uh, but you were white, so you right. couldn't be either of those guys. <laughs> none of that. I, you know, I, I didn't want to be James Brown. And then I saw a picture of him, too. And I'm like, yeah. shit. The stars and the good Lord have moved us yep. in the direction where mm-hmm. we're supposed to go, even when we don't want to be there. We've been together 12 years. It's been the longest band. You know, my original band was together seven years, and it ended on a night Tuesday night in Boston playing to the bartender and the doorman. Then, mm-hmm. you know, original career over, cover band time. That it, was 07. And you guys just said tonight's, that's 12 it? 12 years. See yeah, you yeah, that was yeah. it. Done. See you. Okay, I guess... Uh, Guess we ain't getting no record deals, guys. <laughs> guess we guess that ain't happening. How yeah. have things evolved from year one to year twelve as a band? Like I started having this vision about like where I wanted it to be. There was this local club. It was a really hot club at the time called Cityside. It was right over the line in one socket. Have you was, ever been there, Liz? I have not. Because Liz used to go to a lot of shows to look for talent and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. This was. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find any? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we we just I, that's where I wanted to play because that's where the, the, that that was like the like it was you didn't even have to bring anybody that was like a you know capacity club like every weekends and even Thursday nights Friday Saturday and Thursday night that place was just crawling with people mm-hmm. and it had like a more of an upscale it had like a Boston vibe you know what I mean like it was like a old building like an old mill building that had been completely redone it was right on the waterfront and the place was just slamming you know you couldn't they had valet parking you couldn't get in there and mm-hmm. i'm like i want to be there like that's where i want to be and i'm like well we can't be in there playing smashing pumpkins <laughs> so you know i think the first thing that we did the first dancing was let's get it started i agree oh, and, no I remember, <laughs> and i remember jay sort of being like yeah you know what i mean and i could just again i'm non-committal yeah yeah <laughs> he is and I could just see it. I worked so hard, right? At like this was the first like it was a switch in the vibe of what I was playing. And it's like I've played country, right? Like yeah. and, uh, and Liz, so, you hate country. Yeah. yeah. You don't look like a country guy. I'm what not, are you doing? I'm not, what are you doing? I don't, He's I don't a like country. Man. I I I'm, I'm an entertainer. <laughs> okay. And I, I like to, I like <laughs> to build. See, see, I like to build. The, it was the challenge. First, was it was a, barely an instrument. Now he's an entertainer. Now he's coming to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> but people will pay to see country, right? Well, that, that there's true. just a yeah. need. That's that. Yeah. That was it. There, I feel just like nobody Fox was doing Bro, it. Patriot Place always oh has God. country shows. <laughs> yes. Funny you should say that. <laughs> Are you guys gonna be at, at, no, at no, Patriot Place? No, no. Country Smear Campaign has a tour past that we were, uh, you know, an awesome cover band for like I don't know. Seven years? Yeah. Seven years. Eight and years. Then, and then Seven, Jamie eight. really wanted to do some country. He wanted to do a country band because he saw a market. A market. It's a market thing. It's a business thing. Mm-hmm. It's an entrepreneur. Hey, yeah. nobody's doing it. Let's do it. And he's like, hey, guys, let's do it. And we're all like, meh. You yeah. Because I'm not a country guy. No. He tried to get me to do it. I'm like, I'm not a country guy. Yeah. So we built a country band. And then he went out and did the same thing. And the first place he played was a great big show at uh, Patriot Place. That's funny. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Yeah. Six string grill, whatever yeah, it is now. String, yeah. Right. So they, they did that. 
Yeah, so, Toby yeah, Keith's whatever. old place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, I'm not I'm not a country guy really. I'm yeah. not you know what I mean? I'm not. Now, Jay, you look like if I had to stereotype you, I'd say you listened to eighties hair bands. I totally did. Like you were in a motley crew. Absolutely. Rat. Not rat. No good. I was in Cinderella. You're gonna die. My favorite. Remember band. Cinderella? My favorite wait, band wait. in the '80s. Hold your seats. My favorite <laughs> band in the '80s Get, was Striper. Get the oh, hell out! Really? Seriously. Are you are you like a Bible thumping Christian? Yes. You would have to define that for me, and I could maybe say yes or no, but I don't know. Anyway, I am I, a Christian. Yes. <laughs> I am a Christian. I love Striper. I loved their message, but I also love Slayer. So, yeah. and I love metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a Cliff Burton shirt on right now. Oh yeah, so, nice. I, yeah. That's that's kind of crazy. Striper. So I was into I was more into progressive metal than than the hair metal. Like okay. I love Motley Crue. I didn't get into all the other hair metal bands. Mm-hmm. You know, I was more into got into when Dream Theater came out. It was all over. There was no other band other than the Beatles that could touch those guys. So. Yeah. Okay. Whatever uh, happened to Dream Theater? They don't, don't come know. up. In fact, they uh, just won a Grammy last night. So uh, did, did, did they, they really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, you don't hear about the real musicians winning yeah. Grammys. Just the no. You know, just, just the, the, the programmed ones. You I didn't recognize. Any of the nominees yeah. of the Grammys? Right. Am I, I right? Like, yeah. Who That's are how these it goes. people? That's how it mm-hmm. goes. It, it's never about the in the in the business. It's not about the sizzle. It's about it's not about the steak. It's about the sizzle. Right. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, Ken, is this a stereotypical annoying question? But I kind of want to I want to test out the pipes. I could probably give you more tenacious D than I. Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I'm up on my faithful steed. Then we gonna ride, gonna smoke some weed. Climb up on my big ass steed. <laughs> ride, ride, ride. I don't know. Nice That's all I got. Good job, dude. See, I'm, uh, a, I'm a jokester. Like, yeah. That's why you like singing. I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. You, you got some comic chops. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I heard you guys have. Uh, I asked James, do, you, do your comedians that come through, do they do apprenticeships or anything like that? Why? Do you want to do some comedy? I think I could be good at it. I think you should do some stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I just don't, you know, I have no fear getting in a room full of like 100 people with just a mic in my hand. Right. That's what kind of like draws the line between me and these guys in a band, right? If I had an instrument mm-hmm. and I have to play the songs and stuff, I mean, I have a, there's a mission. But, yeah. You know, you got to know other things. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I, I sing the wrong lyrics. I make the lyrics up if I don't know them. Things happen. <laughs> it's like a football game. You, you make a playbook, and hey, you follow the plays, and but the plays go south. Let Mario take care of all that work on your prized investment. Your home deserves the best, doesn't it? Mulching, seeding, lawn cuts, fertilizer, and more. These guys don't mess around. Dress up your curb appeal and be the envy of your neighborhood. Mario and his crew have you covered. They take care of your property like it's their own. That's because they are passionate about what they do and they care so much about their reputation and making you happy. Do I sound happy? Damn right I sound happy. You know why? Because I'm a customer. Call Mario today at 508-359-8016. APC Pest and Termite Control. Their organic spray is very popular for controlling both ticks and mosquitoes, which reduces the risk of Lyme disease, Triple E, and other insect-borne illnesses. Get a monthly service during the spring, summer, and fall that will cover up to a two-acre lot. Go online at apcpest.com. 
And these guys were out at the Daily House the other day spraying for our ant problem, so I highly, highly recommend them. They were ants in the kitchen, weren't they? Yes. How many kids do you have contributing to the attraction? Yeah. They're too old to drop off at the fire station at this point, I think. (laughs) Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the worst thing that's ever happened to to smear campaigns. (laughs) Speaking of punches in the face, any fights backstage internally? Any fights with with the audience? Like, what's the worst? What's the worst thing that's ever happened? We put together this band of five. Five individuals, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of talent and a lot of personality. It was myself, JK47, Jamie Nicholson, Tom Pyle, Billy Patterson, and Matt Kudurka. So mm-hmm. I'll get you just that. There was a couple of members before that, but that's that's what we did the most. The first three years was the most prolific, and that's what we did. And there was just a lot of personality in the band. So Tom left the band one night at Pins in Milford after Jamie, you know, fighting for that front man slot. Mm-hmm. Something happened. So there's, you know, gear was thrown. These two were throwing gear in, yelling at each other, and I'm in the middle going, God, I'm playing a song, dude. Yeah. Playing a song. Playing. We made it through the night. I can't believe how. I don't know how. Yeah. Made it through the night. That was when Tom Pyle left the band. So that was tumultuous, you know. Mm-hmm. But So that was probably one of the worst ones, I would say. Well, you know, what, from my what, perspective, what because what that's... Did he, what did Tom play? Tom played uh, guitar, guitar and sang, keys. and did keys and samples and stuff. And oh. really, he helped us enrich our sound very nicely. Yeah, and now he's out. Yeah. And he was out a long time ago, so he mm-hmm. left in like twenty, you know, three years. So twenty thirteen, twenty thirteen. So that's when Tom left, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was September, September twenty thirteen. So from my perspective, that was our worst show. But James probably has a different perspective <laughs> of of what the worst show was, and I'll let him take that. What's your worst show? Uh, is is it okay? Do I have permission? Go nuts, man! We're yeah, okay. We're right. honest people here. Uh, we booked a. There was another band. And they were called uh, Child's Play, and so we had uh, we had arranged a show in Worcester with both of us, and so we had this girl that had rented a limo. It was her birthday. She was a big fan of both of our bands, and she had like twenty people in the limo, and we had a bunch of people drive out to Worcester to see us. So uh, we were there getting ready. It was this original club called. It just got torn down, actually. Rest in peace, uh, the Lucky Dog. It used to be called Sir Morgan's Cove, and. Um, we uh so Jay and the singer of that band Chip were drinking pretty heavily uh leading up to the show. Tequila <laughs> and, and warming so, up the vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we had one other band go on before us and then it was our turn, like an opening band, and then it was our turn, and then Whiskey Church was gonna close the night out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh everybody was like super psyched. There was tons of energy, people were amped up, we had a pretty full house, and um so we got on stage, and I realized really quickly that Jay was pretty fucking drunk. Like you were wasted, really, totally, really gone, really like, drunk. How really unprofessional, drunk. Jay! Like, like I only remember the first three songs, oh. and we played probably eight, maybe. And you made it through all of them. No, nope. <laughs> I, Jay, I it ended. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it started. It started with uh, I noticed that he was. Um, you know, just saying outrageous shit. Uh, at one point, he stopped in between songs and said, Jay, I hate the government, so doesn't Jamie Nicholson. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. And we started, we, started doing, we started doing some songs, and I realized that he was not uh, in time with us at all, like mm. completely out of it. And I'm like, this is fucking coming off the rails quick. Yep. So the culmination was is that um, he, we had this fake 
sort of uh, competition with the band, like this, mo- like totally ginned up, like um, you know, war kind of thing. You know what okay. I mean? And yeah. he's Jay. Uh, <laughs> Jay got a little too far into character <laughs> and started screaming at the singer from the stage. Um, and going, fuck you, Chip. <laughs> fucking hate this guy. And he threw a beer uh, at them and hit the drummer in the nuts. Excuse my language. Um, and it fell off. And so, like, the whole band at this point. It, do you remember The Doors, uh, the movie The Doors, mm-hmm. when Jim Morrison at the end of the, like, it's, like, towards the end. is like, one of the last shows. And, like, the drummer's just staring at him because he's, like, he's, like, just talking. And everybody's, like, going, shut up and play. And the drummer's just, like, just staring at him. Mm -hmm. That's what was going on on stage. We're, like, literally, we have, like, we've been hijacked. Like, there's this maniac running, driving the bus. And there's nothing that we can do. You guys (laughs) ever seen Rocky IV? Yes. Remember remember Apollo Creed's, like, trainer? Throw in the damn towel! (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's that's exactly the song. I'm yelling at the sound guy at the back. I'm going, cut his mic. You know? And the the Child's Play guys were now, at this point, pissed, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, he just got hit in the crotch with a beer, and he soaked the drummer, and, like, people are, like, really uncomfortable. It started out as a WWF, WWE kind of thing, and Jay got, like, a little too immersed in character. Like, this became, like, sort of very real. And um, so, and then Jay went to go step off of Andy the stage. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> he went to go step off the stage, and um, after we had cut and just face-planted and was oh. out cold. Oh, you knocked out. It's over. Well, that's a good way to end it. That's very rock and roll. This yes. is yeah. The, the, so here's the thing. Like I, I, you, we said we we're going to be honest. This is like the the the, the that, best that's that's only the first one. Yeah, <laughs> there was a part due. There was a part due, but so that show, uh, I I remember like all of a sudden like lights, and I'm looking up, and I'm next to Tom Pyle. I got Tom Pyle's leather jacket on me, and I'm like. What what happened, man? <laughs> um, that girl Kim. <laughs> that girl. It was her birthday. She was crying and left. <laughs> she, <laughs> with, with 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 a limousine full of women yeah. that maybe you could have hung out with, but no, you had yeah. to like yell at the government instead. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so so it was. It, it, but again, it was it was epic, and it was all part of the the journey. Um, there's you, tell them part two. You might yeah, as well. Part two. Part two was even better. Mm-hmm. Um, this was so, this is a bigger deal for me actually. Yeah. Okay. So so Jamie, you know Jamie's from Franklin or lived in Franklin most of his life, or you know yeah. There's Franklin. this little bar that was called uh, the Uptown Pub. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. No. I've, it's right no, in the 500 no. near Dean. So uh, Jamie, Jamie really wanted to play there. You know, small tight shows. You know, because we're tough guys. We're we're a big cover band now. You know, so cramming <laughs> this band into this little club. You know, we we did it a couple times. So. Flex. So Jamie set up this show, and I, you know, we all walked into a small show, no big deal, blah blah blah. Yeah. So that you know, whiskey starts going. Next thing you know, the place is full, just filled to the gills. There's people everywhere. The band's playing. Everything's going well. They're crowd surfing shots from the bar to the stage, and I'm going nuts, and we're having fun. Yeah. Having a great time. Next thing you know, I'm getting rowdy. I go into the girls' bathroom. <laughs> I start peeing in the sink during the song and singing. Uh-huh. That's Jenny a normal thing for oh, men yeah. to do, yeah. pee in the sink. singer guy yeah. being tough, right? Yeah. Yeah. While there was women in there. <laughs> I mean, I just can't believe there wasn't a line for the ladies' yeah, Exactly. Room. No, yeah. right in, right there. I've peed in many a men's restroom because there's a lot in the ladies' room. Yeah. <laughs> so the shots keep coming. Shots keep coming. 
once again, here we are. It was, this is probably like a year and a half after the, the original one, maybe three years. With Tom couple, was out of the mix. So, yeah, it's a couple, two, two, so three So we're probably years. about four years, five years into the smear campaign right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Strike one was the first one out. This is this is strike. I'm putting strike two on the board tonight. That yeah. was the, you know, strike two was going on the board. So after all of that stuff, pretty much place cleared out. Um, there's the lead singer out in the middle, almost in the middle of the street, yakking all over himself. <laughs> you know? I, I was actually <laughs> trying to get to him to beat him up. Yeah. And, um, that's a true story. Wow. I was yeah. going to kick the shit out of him because yeah. I had, I talked to him. I slapped him on the break because he was like, I'm like sober the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I grabbed him by his tie and s- slapped him in the face. I guess, I'm <laughs> like, it, you're not doing this again, dude. Did it work? Did it? Did it? No, uh, not he, at all. I, I, I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to say to his credit, he did somewhat, somehow pull it together mm-hmm. to get enough that we got through the rest of the night. But yeah. he was, again, it was the same thing. He was out in the crowd. He's like, he, I, at one point we, there's no stage. So he, this, this place, the reason why I like it is cause I grew up in hardcore playing hardcore and punk rock. And so like, that's how shows used to be like the crowd. There was no, the crowd was right there yeah. on you. Yeah. And that's what the, the energy is just off the chains. And so that's what it was like in there. It was insane they had never really at that point had i'm not saying like we were the best band or the biggest band that ever but that that kind of energy it was like a summer night and shit was just popping it was the first that was probably the only show that we've ever played that i can remember a fight breaking out a couple fights broke out Mm -hmm. but it was mayhem like Mm -hmm. he lit a cigarette on the stage so the stage was right next there's no smoking this is like a 60 person max capacity bar and there's probably like 95 people inside this fucking place (laughs) and jay's on the stage uh, it was by stage i mean like a a bowling riser it was like this high And uh, Jay's right, and it's right next to the door, and he just lights a cigarette. And she, the, I see the owner trying desperately to get through the crowd. Her name is Casey. And she's like, put that cigarette out. But I don't care who you are. And Jay goes, and flicks it oh, into a, a line of people that are waiting to get in. <laughs> right out the door. Right out yeah, the door. Out the door. <laughs> out the door. And um, the, the, not only did I want to beat him up after the show, but the bartender, the head bartender, Matt, is a friend of mine. Also said, I'm going to beat the shit out of that kid in the next. Everybody time I see wanted him. a piece of me after that one. So <laughs> that we had a Jay and I had a long talk after that. I was really, really upset, and I was ready to either quit or um, kick him out, or, or yeah, yeah. yeah, like I was going to give an ultimatum. Um, mm-hmm. Because at that point, we had just gotten into that city side place. We had just booked with this other agent, so we were playing like these higher up, more upscale gigs, uh, like family friendly, like corporate type gigs. And um and I'm like if this gets out we're we're done. Like, well yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's talk about this. Um, you know we're not doing infomercials or anything, but you guys now advertise with us. I yeah. really appreciate that, man. Like that you're just showing us some support and help us, you know, keep the the lights on in here. But uh, when we do your ads for you, we talk about how you guys do corporate events, private parties, things like that. Um, but we just talked about the crazy days of Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, if I invite you to my corporate event, right? Yeah. Like, are you gonna flick cigarette? But I mean, you're you're all like, yeah. We've moved on from this. This is this is this is to Jay's credit, and this is what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. Um, to Jay's credit, um, I think that he is fully again another reason why I say he's the best guy in the business. Why I have the best front man in the business. 
there is nobody better at um, at reading a room and playing that room. Um, mm-hmm. And and to his credit, there has not been any anything reason even remotely near that level of. Jay is on top of it in a hundred percent. The mo- probably the most professional guy in the band. Although looks can be deceiving, um, <laughs> he is probably the most professional guy in the band. Meaning that he's always got his game face when he's on stage. He shows up to the club dressed, uh, <laughs> dressed like he's Dude, in the he's band. He's got so much energy. Like right. No, let, let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. No, first one, right? Strike one. Strike one. Probably would have destroyed any other cover band. Mm-hmm. We have a way, Smear Campaign has a way of leveraging that type of calamity, mm-hmm. you know, for our benefit. Can you put your pinky out when so, you're using uh, that? Five minutes, so, you? Yeah. Five, so, five minutes for Liz, so let's okay, okay. Yeah, okay. just so you know. Five minutes. So, so um, you know, the first one we did, we made it even better. After I did my walk of shame, walk mm-hmm. of shame wasn't bad for the first one, except the girl crying, birthday, a little rough to take, so I had to do hard, you know, some work. Mm-hmm. So, walk of shame, turn that into a promotional nightmare for, you know, I say nightmare, but it was a blessing, a promotional blessing, because we turned that into the chip, the smear campaign. We created our own little wrestling thing after that, which yep. is what we were trying to do in the first place that just failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Strike number two, that one was hard. So I had to do the walk of shame. You got to go into the next day. After yeah. you rip the place up, you got to go in like a man, mm-hmm. sober, and talk to these people again. And I think just doing that is probably how we kind of turn that around, because not many... You know, I'm a man. I know when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I know when mm-hmm. I destroy things. And you got to go clean them up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to go clean up. So I cleaned that up fairly well. We actually got booked again. He okay. did a great the job. The second time, we, the the return was flawless like you want it to be. Did yeah. all, I did my job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm a quarterback, basically. I'm yeah, the team. Yeah, sure. Got to keep the team going. If you make it all about the quarterback, team fails. Right. It's got to be about the team. So yes, yes. We turned that around. Okay. So we made that good. So, you know. As we did it, we started getting corporate events. I hate playing weddings. Yeah. I just hate them. You don't look like a wedding guy. Mm. Well, when's the last MC you saw at your wedding that had good energy and, and really could could they, connect with the people? Because that's what I bring to the table that yeah. I hate doing. I hate it. Yeah. But I will outperform anyone who does it, any DJ. Mm-hmm. I challenge you. You hear me? You hear me? <laughs> take a breath. Yeah. So, Liz, where are you that's going in five minutes? I gotta go home and take care of my kids. Hot. That's hot, <laughs> isn't it? That's hot. Uh, so, so hot. So I want to know: Do you guys have like a regular group of ladies that follow you around and want to get a little smear on them, if you will? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're called wives. <laughs> yeah, boring. That too was the good old days. You know, right. it was kind of crazy. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, since the pandemic, no one wants to touch anybody. So you know, we're kind of. Yeah. We're pandemic friendly. Don't, don't touch us. Stay six feet away at Just all times. Just don't touch us. As I'm spinning on things and my yeah. and we um, create small town scuttlebutts. That's what, that's happens. what happens. We did it in Franklin. We did it in Milford. We did it in Worcester. 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 <laughs> well, I would imagine the, you know the weddings, the corporate events. I mean, those are more lucrative, right, than a club gig. So it depends. Does no, it? We, we yeah, we we we've done pretty well in the in the club scene. We've done fairly well. Well, Jamie JK forty seven, thank you guys so much for joining us. I sure you've increased your fan base tenfold just with all of our scuttlebutt listeners um and rick and i cannot wait to come see you guys live i'm sure it's going to be an epic show all right that's going to do it for this week's episode of small town scuttlebutt for liz daly i'm rick fink we'll see you guys next week we here at small town scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week if you like what you hear 
Go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.